0: Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and, of course, bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm your host, Mike C., and it is a big show we got for you this week. We're pretty excited. Uh, We got some news to talk about. We got a movie review, and um, we got a special guest in the studio. That's right. You haven't heard from him in a while. We found him. We found him. We'll get to that in a minute. First, let's introduce one other person. Oh, ho, ho we haven't seen anything like him since the Helsinki episode of 1919 he's rich
1: i love Helsinki Helsinki would have been a better place to be than Tupelo fucking Mississippi though Tupelo like you, know, you are digging one deep. of these that
0: pop up in Helsinki
1: i gotta ask you a question are you hitting like a randomizer or something <laughs> to pick where you're at because man that is that was that was out there
0: that is out there yeah well last week as you know, last week I was—I uh, spent the week actually in Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. It was so nice. I spent the whole week there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I started digging uh, late, late last night, and uh, I, I popped up in Tupelo this you morning. You should have gone to so Green, where, uh,
1: you should gone to Greenbow, Alabama. Greenbow, Alabama. You
0: know, that's right. I'm not too far away from there, so maybe that's you where you should, you should make where a stop lay over week. there.
1: But that means but you hello, have to, Tupelo. Yes. Uh, wh- Good evening, Tupelo. Oh, wrong, wrong stage. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Right. Well,
0: you know, you know, as I just mentioned, we we've got a very special guest in the studio. You may remember him. It's been a long time since we've heard his voice on this show. He's a dear, dear friend of this of the show. Um, I don't know how we found him. I don't know where he's been. But I will tell you this: he is the Hangover King of the Northeast. Everybody, welcome back. The smartest man in all of horror podcasting. Welcome back, the Professor.
1: Well, well, hello. I, I can tell you where <laughs> I found him. I found him on the side of the road.
2: True yep. story, too. Yeah. Walking walk to Mexican restaurant.
1: Walking from actually. Yeah. From leaving, yeah. Were we leaving? Yeah, you know. were leaving because you were coming this way instead of in.
2: We were going. We were not coming. Y- you look satisfied with what you, you.
1: You look satisfied with what you had eaten. Yes. Oh yeah. And if I had a milkshake, I would have thrown it at you. But well, we got m- milkshakes later. <laughs> what from Sonic? Yeah. Of course. Yeah.
2: Did you get the half price? I don't. I don't. After eight, it's half price. I do. Believe. Oh yeah, then yes. Yeah. I didn't realize it was half price after eight. Yes, yes, yes. But mm, it was good.
1: All the tricks of the trade. You well, gotta go to sign it. It's good to be back.
2: Yes.
0: It is good to have you back. I mean, I, I forgot what you sounded like. It's been so long. So. Yeah, it's,
2: it's been a week. It's been two, two weeks. two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> it's been two weeks. A week. Yeah. A week off.
0: He had. He had one yeah. week off. And he had like a seventeen month vacation before that. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, it's a two month. Yes. I, I can't remember what you look like, sound like, smell like. I, I that's can't it has been months since I've so. seen
2: you. Yeah.
1: That's you been, don't want to know what he smells like. I'm just going to throw that out there.
0: No. Remember, he's a Really? Yes. Drift pretty, away pretty, pretty ripe. Drift away. Pretty ripe in here. <laughs> well, shall we get into the news this week? Let's do it. Let's do it? All right. Yeah. Well, the first thing that we're going to start off the show with this week is Uh, I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, Art the Clown from the Terrifier series uh, is getting his own three-issue comic book. uh, According to the Terrifier uh, official, uh, Terrifier Facebook page, Uh, quantity and price is to be determined, but every issue is going to be signed, and they will be limited. Uh, Book number one should be available this October, and the artwork is being done by Steve McGinnis. I don't know exactly who that is uh, maybe you guys do you read comics more than I do he's but, on uh, it.
2: I'm uh, unfamiliar what what comic company is releasing this do you know
0: uh, I did not say it did not it's say be it independent, was assuming. announced by the Terrifier well, yeah. uh, Facebook
2: page Steve McGinnis
1: I have a uh, I have a very nice uh, Steve McGinnis a cartoonish bit, uh, picture of Art the Clown with his autograph on it in the studio already uh, With yeah. his, his best wishes to uh, Diesel from the Fat Nerds podcast who he who he literally terrified. <laughs> Pun intended. I see
0: what you
1: did there. That's good stuff, though. I should, I should get the uh, yeah, picture I of Diesel scared shitless blown up for the wall. That'd be great. But oh, I'm that'd in. be perfect. I'm in for the comic books for sure. Uh, as a big comic fan, as a big horror fan, this is, pretty, this is a good home run, and it sounds like a nice little collector's edition, so that's always a, a nice thing as well. Do you get any information on yeah. the... Uh, the uh, Person making the comic M- right?
2: McGinnis uh, looks like is uh, an artist on Rise of the Harvester, an image graphic novel. So possibly image, an image, image comic, image comics maybe. Possibly uh, that's an indie comic. Yeah, so
0: the pictures look good. I don't know if you guys happen to look at the article for it, but they had like a little sample of it. The, the pictures look great. The the illustrations look great in it. Um, I uh, actually have. I still have to get the last few. Uh, um, uh issues but uh, uh, uh i have a um, really good sequel comic to behind the mask the rise of leslie Vernon, and uh it's, it's excellent it's really really good so um so yeah this is something i'll be checking out too um cool. so can't wait for this to come out so october this october issue number one will be available get your copy while you can although they're not doing any pre-order right now so um once it's available get your copies because they're not going to be around long
2: yeah, looks. Uh, yeah, just looking at the artwork, this looks pretty solid. I'm uh, very excited. It looks awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. Art the clown is becoming a full fledged horror movie icon at this point.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, it's, let it continue. It's let creepy. it continue. Bring it to my. He's art good. He's good. I
2: think he's very distinct. Got a distinct look. I like that he he doesn't speak ever, right? No.
0: No, he like he uh he haunts a horn yeah and he smiles very creepily
2: yes yeah no, it's a good good Those character
0: things mind things he's more like a mime than a clown really uh,
2: yeah, we, enjoy him. we enjoy his old-timey. company yeah yeah
0: all right so moving Listen. on the other big story that uh we got this week and I, I just want to start by uh, by thanking listener and uh, uh, somebody who follows us on our Facebook page uh, by the name of Andy Adams uh, for bringing this to my attention this week. Um, Blumhouse uh, has, has some uh, big news coming up, as always. It seems like we always have big stories coming for about Blumhouse. Uh, there's going to be four Blumhouse movies available on Amazon Prime this October. It is part of what they're calling Welcome to the Blumhouse. Uh, so basically how this is going to play out, uh, there's going to actually be a total of eight films, four of which we'll be releasing this um, this year, And the other four will be releasing in 2021. Um, The first four films, um, they're going to be titled, first of all, The Lie and Black Box. Uh, So those two movies will be releasing on October 6th on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. The other two are going to be called Evil Eye and Nocturne. Uh, Those are going to be releasing on October 13th, so a week later. And uh, BloodyDisgusting.com described these movies as a program of eight unsettling genre movies with each film presenting a distinctive vision and unique perspective on common themes centered around family and love as redemptive or destructive forces. What do you guys think?
2: I, I'm i excited. I'm always down for more Blumhouse. They they are a good, reliable source of, you know, great horror movies. So. Horror entertainment? Yeah, and uh, to have it on Amazon Prime makes it easy to access, you know, so... And uh, for, very. I'll be there. And for free. And it's almost like a, it seems like a yeah. anthology, but not an anthology series. I don't know.
0: Um, They're a longer. It's, it's a longer form me, anthology.
2: Yeah, long form kind of. Yeah, like, it,
0: to me, it kind of reminds me of the After Dark Horror Fest, but it's Blumhouse. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah, one something of the, like that. Yeah, like a fest. It's
2: right. like a, a streaming. Twitter, fest. Twitter, I
0: know after I posted uh, the story about it on Twitter, one of the I can't remember which film it was. Uh, but the writer or director uh, of one of these films actually liked it and started following us on on Twitter, actually. So, nice. uh, so hopefully we'll get to talk to him. Maybe we can get him on the show if we get talking with him. So um, love to have him on. So uh, we'll have to kind of look into that. But this is always exciting. Blumhouse is good. Like you said, it's quality stuff. Uh, it kind of sounds like it's, you know, it's up and coming people that we're not familiar with yet and hopefully we will become familiar with after the fact. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting. So October is going to be here soon before you know it two months away two, by two months from now uh, all four of these movies will be out that's so awesome. we'll be talking about them and i'm sure giving them some reviews when the time comes indeed. Indeed.
2: indeed 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 indeed, all
0: right so do you guys remember the 1992 comedy that starred john ritter and pam dauber uh that was called stay tuned yes well uh, stay tuned I'm glad that you, you've seen it uh it's actually being remade into a tv series by amc studios
2: that's awesome stay tuned as uh that was a weird movie yeah it had vibes anybody ever see terror vision anybody yes so like it's not like terror vision like the the uh i i just remember john ritter I've, i forgot who plays the wife but they get Cap Bas- yeah, okay. And um Morgan Mindy. And Jeffrey Jones. Is it Jeffrey Jones, the Rooney, principal Rooney, from Ferris Bueller's Day yeah. Off? He's he's the devil in this, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah, and he yeah. he sells them a new TV that sucks them into these messed up programs. It's basically like a f- full feature length version of what happens to the one character in uh in that Twilight Zone movie for that Anthony segment where she gets sucked into the cartoon. It's very wild. Like oh, yeah, there's a yeah, weird yeah. game show and like it's a great movie. It's a classic, like cult classic at this point. Yeah. yeah. Probably probably mostly, mostly forgotten.
1: Oh, it, I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I love the movie. So, I yeah. I definitely needed to find it, it and watch it.
0: I remember spending the night at one of my friends' houses and uh, they had it on and it kind of scared me a little bit. I don't that know. Was I always thought it was a comedy.
2: Yeah, it was more comedy yeah. side, but, like, it was weird. I remember really liking it as a kid being like, I've never seen anything like this before. I
1: love the takes of it going to different shows. Like, I'm probably going to seriously find where I can find – I probably can find it somewhere on streaming, and I might even watch it tonight just because after you mentioned this in the, the pre-production meeting, I was just like, I haven't seen that movie in forever, and I love that fucking movie. It,
2: it used to be on, like, HBO or yes, something all way back. the time. All the time. Yeah, I that's it when time. I caught it, and I used to if, – if I could see it – I right up there with uh, mom and dad save the world i don't know if you guys remember you that. you know what
0: it kind of always reminded me of even though it was completely different is the weird al movie was it uhf
2: yeah yeah it kind
0: of came out around the same time and it it wasn't the same but it's something about them reminded me of each other i don't know why yeah but
2: well i mean Conan it's the it's kind of like a movie. it's got a sketch comedy setup because like they go to different you know tv shows essentially and you know each one is yeah. very different and I, I just it's been so long I wish I could remember some of the segments I just remember the game show and...
0: wasn't there some horror elements to it though oh no! Oh, yeah, yeah there
2: yeah. was the devil. Oh, tons of, like, yeah, yeah, tons there, of he's horror trying elements. to steal their souls or whatever. Okay.
1: all the shows on TV are all like horror horror-esque uh, versions of the show yeah they have
2: to survive through yeah. them. Okay.
1: it's like so none of the like, I thought all, that like, I was
0: thinking of the right thing
1: even when they get stuck in the Tom and Jerry world like Tom yeah. and Jerry are like killers that are like a killer cat and <laughs> mouse that are trying to kill them Yeah, like it's like the whole or no, they're the mouse, and the cat is like a killer. It's trying to catch them. Like all of them are like whacked out. Although yeah. the devil becomes the per- each of the bad guys on the channels too as yeah. they're trying to escape. But yeah, all of the things like there's the game show is zombies, right? If I remember correctly, it's it's yeah. it's it's fucking crazy, man. I, I need it's to rewatch weird. this movie. We might even have to talk about the show. There's definitely a horror element to it. There is. I just always thought it was more funny, but that's also because my taste in horror, even as a young, even, a, even as a you. Because it came out when I was young. The Utes. Even, even then, I you know, because I'd already been scared shitless by, like, real, like, scary horror movies, so by then I was kind of desensitized.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Jeffrey Jones. Right. So, yeah, Jeffrey Jones, another great villain role for him. Yes. And because he was awesome. Like, even as bad of a movie as Howard the Duck is, he's pretty awesome ah,
1: in it. Don't shit on Howard the Duck. It's a cl- classic, sir. <laughs> It's a horrible movie, but it's, it's so, it's, it's like, good. listen, listen, I put it this way. I, it I is, like it, but right, that's not, my point. Yeah. It is a horrible movie, but it's entertaining, much like Maximum Overdrive. Like I Maximum just, Overdrive, another horrible movie. Cocaine is the word that you have to remember for Maximum Overdrive. But oh yeah. but it's an amazing movie at the same time.
2: I just remember uh, Leah Thompson, like an early part of my sexual awakening, is, <laughs> you know, in Howard the Duck and then. You think you watch it as an adult and it's like oh my God Oh, yeah how did I hell, watch this as a kid what the hell was I watching like
1: but I mean Mike you should have been to the you saw the gremlins when you were a kid right
0: yeah well and technically you were a teenager were by yeah. time yeah. they came out <laughs> no I was little I was well, I know, 1984 I'm, I was I'm,
1: I'm picking it I out, was
0: make. I was about 29 30 years old when that came out me, so, me and the professor
1: yeah. I, I got a news flash for me and the professor were both one years old one yeah. year one year old that's a real
2: story one yeah. peter hyams directed stay tuned what did he do 2010 first contact the sequel to uh i think so
1: yeah Check he did out. there you go it's called and, imdb professor oh he did the, i understand
2: you're the smartest man in horror so film, yeah the relic imdb so this is the guy who directed so stay tuned was directed by the guy who did the relic does anybody remember that that movie sucked yeah it does. Oh, i love the relic of course you would.
0: <laughs> no, you know it's a it's a decent it's a decent creature feature with you know from the slick era the, of the, the creature the 90s looked good. Era, you know where I agree the creature I, I did look good. Movie. The
1: movie itself, the movie. The plot. It, the it, there are and lots of plot holes. Penelope people and people Ann Miller and other. I want to point out about the relic. The plot holes, or you know, have you ever seen that old? Well, it's not old for us. But remember that Shia LaBeouf movie when he was still a child actor? Holes. Holes. Yeah, yeah. That is the plot holes yeah. in Relic. The Relic has that literally that many things. But later on, you know, the other mention of Relic is remember uh, Mike because we do we we both like wrestling. Remember in TNA when they had Relic, but it was just Killer spelled backwards. <laughs> yeah uh, yep. so the only two times it in my was Johnny life where, the bull, wasn't it yes it was Johnny the bull but uh the funnier parts about that is the only two times in my life that relic has been used have both been left bad tastes in my mouth so it's like ah uh, the word relic <laughs> is out the window
0: <laughs> uh, uh, i don't know I, to me i i did that and mimic came out around the same time and i enjoy both of those movies they're not great but they're good creature features so i i, I don't have a problem with either one of those so i don't know maybe it's time to watch them again and give get a new taste uh, of them rich yeah you know, maybe yeah. you know kind of maybe it'll give you it the same taste that uh that uh something like psycho 2 did or maybe it'll it'll taste more like uh i don't know chernobyl diaries
1: oh that's so bad so worst movie ever
0: <laughs> and, and
1: there's no redeeming qualities to that movie none whereas i uh, like bad I, I like bad movies That are entertaining, i.e. we just mentioned a few, Maximum Overdrive, Howard the Duck, the list goes on and on. There is nothing, chernobyl Diaries has nothing, zero. There's no payoff to that movie, it's a waste of an hour and a half.
2: Bad movies that take themselves too seriously are the worst.
1: Oh, absolutely. But, once again... Stay Tuned is not one of them. I promise all you listeners at home, if you've never seen it or if you've been a long time, it is a wacky, fun... It's definitely horror. There is a horror element to it. It's very right in your face. They do A Dead Little House on the Prairie. I remember that as one of the channels. It is like a messed up... (laughs) Like, dude, I, I, I have when I see it, it's all going to come rushing back to me. I'm probably going to be watching this in the next day or so. And there may be a review coming out sometime, John, whether it's on recording or on writing or whatever. Cause I love that movie. John. Yeah. John and it was John yeah, at his Ritter, finest. He Well, his
2: film career is and problem. Child is a weird ass movie. That's, Pretty wild. Yep. I
1: feel like he picked. Well, he was a great comedic actor. let's yeah. be honest. And I mean, yeah. it's fame from Three's Company, but like technically, he's 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 always been a great comedic timing actor. Yeah, and he's been in some great comedies. I mean, uh, people, he picked
2: but, some warped movies. To he, be he was in. in
1: what he was in the second Dear God movie. Yeah, yeah. So if, the, if you guys are not with uh, John, the John with uh, oh my God George
2: Burns George Burns yeah
1: uh, where oh he, you mean George, oh God, oh God, oh you, God devil. you devil yeah the sequel yep uh, where he plays the uh, he. George Burns plays the devil and God and God it kind of dual role but he's in the second one the first one I do believe was uh, uh, what's his name there Th- John Denver thank God I'm yeah, a country John- boy yeah that was yeah,
2: the, fir- the, that's first. the first yeah, one yeah. the
1: second one is uh, with Ritter yep. and the second one's a way bigger comedy the first one is kind of almost like a dramedy yeah. a lot of drama a lot of whatever so if you want to check that out that's not really horror related but it's a, it's a, it's a good nostalgia watch but Ritter was in the sequel and that was straight comedy mm-hmm. he's got great comedic timing and then of course Problem Child weird movie but great comedic timing. Yeah. And then the second and one got the second really one, off the Oh, deep yeah. End. I think he did a lot of pro- passion projects. I don't think he ever picked anything from, like, the normal. Because oh, I don't remember no, him being well, in it, anything that wasn't a little bright
0: Especially Bride weird. of Chucky.
1: Especially
2: Bride of Chucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he he's he's yeah, yeah, is. Not
1: only is he in Bride of Chucky, which, which is right up his alley, but, like, like any of the TV sitcoms he did weren't, like, normal yeah, TV sitcoms. Like he was, I, I feel like he just picked like passion projects, and he just like weird shit. Yeah, and that's fine. He's amazing at it, and uh, you know, Bad Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His role in Bad Santa is great. <laughs> I'm just because yeah. he's ta- basically really he's playing the straight man. Yeah, to in that movie, yeah. like the dumbass straight guy. Like you know, like he, he, everything is like Chris. You know, supposed to be fitting in a box, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting to see him there. I, I like him. I, I once again, John Ritter, gone too soon. You Rest know. in peace, John. He's fucking amazing, though. Yeah.
2: So
0: that was one of those shocking deaths that you oh know, yeah. like, just didn't happen. How so did it? Wh- how he did was he was kind have... of starting to revive it? I, I don't know if you could say revive his career, but it kind of felt like he had taken like a downturn, or you hadn't seen him in a while. Well, he was on and, that you know, show. He kinda... No, he was on that yeah. show. That was
1: becoming a hit show with Kaylee Kołko Kuo- Kuo- dating
0: my teenage daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: What the hell? And that he was really doing
0: well. Yo, no, time. it was
1: getting received. Yeah, it was getting yeah big, and I do believe I want to say cancer. I could be wrong. It might not have been cancer. But, I mean, um, no, that's... he had a heart attack. Yeah, he heart attack. Oh, okay, there was a heart attack. I, yeah. I I knew it was something natural. It's crazy. Of course, if he...
2: I'm
0: not mistaken,
2: I had a feeling he was married to Amy Asbeck, but I never knew it. Oh, he was. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, I, I knew that. That, that <laughs> well, makes like, so a, it makes I had so a feeling, much sense. But no.
2: Well, because they they were always kind of like gravitating around each other, and then they're in the problem child movies, but it like. Watching those movies, you could actually kind of sense the chemistry between them. Yeah, I don't know. It's really awesome, but yeah, yeah.
1: he's. It, I, I, that was. It was a shock to everybody. His career was definitely that show was picking up gr- big steam. Yeah, and you, you got to remember this. Yeah. You got to feel bad for everybody on that show too, because uh, Kaylee Kooko after that show, she was getting real like like an up and coming young actress, and then it was years before Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. So like she was up and coming, and that show was getting hotter. And if he would have, if he would have been, if he wouldn't have passed away, it that would've. show would have become a monster. She would have had a huge career. Yeah. Earlier, and then her career was put on hold so that shows you how just one piece can actually it's almost like phil up. hartman with yeah. news radio oh yeah news radio was amazing such a great show and that show would have gone on for another six years easy yeah and everybody on it was was no there, there were no hurry to leave but yeah. then after phil died nobody wanted to be on the show like they yeah, brought all the,
2: john lovitz in and it just didn't really well, it didn't click anymore yeah.
1: you know what i mean and that you know news radio let's be honest launched a lot of lots lots of careers joe rogan one of them yeah he was great on the show. And Dave Foley was on the show. Yeah. I mean, that show had more a tyranny. Oh, yeah. That show had great chemistry and nothing against John Lovitz. I love John Lovitz, but you can't you can't change somebody like Phil Hartman, especially no. behind the scenes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of those situations in Hollywood where it kind of really screwed up the trajectory of Hollywood, because who knows where some of those people would have gone if, you know, others stayed alive. You know, you yeah. never know. We might not even have the Joe Rogan
2: podcast. Yeah, that's which true, is kind of right? sad
1: because maybe he would have become a huge, maybe he would have accepted movies more and done way movies and stuff because that show was becoming a monster hit, mm-hmm. and all those guys would have gone on. Maybe Dave Foley wouldn't be in the trouble he's in right oh, now. Oh yeah, I geez. love Dave Foley. I but love- he he had to learn. He should have learned. He should have learned from Phil Collins' mistakes. You always get a prenup. Yeah. By the way, Phil Collins. Just on it. If you want to hear a real horror story, not once, not twice, but he's got three alimonies. Yeah. <laughs> he never learned what a what a prenup was. And he paid out even more each one of them. Good Look guy. it up sometime; it's, it's crazy. Like, Phil Collins, you need to stop getting married, and you need to learn a prenup.
2: There must be some <laughs> misunderstanding.
1: Oh, there wasn't. <laughs> no, you know, if, nothing else,
0: if nothing else, every Friday is Phil Collins Friday. So we have another oh, big one I coming love up Phil, I love
1: Phil Collins. Must
0: so. be some so why?
2: mistake. Ooh. Phil
0: Collins Friday followed by Sue Su- Studio Saturday. Sue Studio. There you go. All right.
1: How about Easy Lover Sundays? About here, Ooh, so. We should start that on the show. Right. Easy Lover Sundays.
0: Easy Lover Sundays. Yes. I like to squeeze in a Swayze Saturday every now and then. Ooh, Swayze but... Saturday. Roadhouse. Yeah. Rest in peace.
1: <laughs> rest have- in peace. All right, <laughs> right let's All move right, on with right, the show. Though Everybody's on the radio like, I tuned into a horror podcast. Not you guys talking about pop culture J- John icons. John Ritter. Like 30-year-old like <laughs> yeah, pop Iker, uh, pop culture icons from like 25, 30 years ago. Get on with it, assholes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I am going to get on with it now because uh, one of the movies that um, I, you know, I really enjoyed uh, that was Netflix uh, produced Halloween uh, the two years. No, no, not so much that. Uh, i still not a fan of that. Um, uh, no, it's not Halloween 2018. <laughs> uh, I will never enjoy that. But I did enjoy
2: The Babysitter. And
0: we knew that there was going to be a sequel coming. And we kind of got a surprise uh, that, uh, of a uh, trailer. Uh, some surprise news uh, for the sequel here just this past week is the Babysitter Killer Queen will be available on Netflix on September 10. Yeah. Uh, trailer looks pretty good. It's it's definitely lacking um, to me. You know I'm, I'm going to miss and I knew I was going to miss her uh, Samara Weaving, whose career kind of has really taken off at this point. Uh, but um, you know otherwise I thought it looked like it was going to be an entertaining movie. The rest of the cast is, is coming back, so looks like it's going to be fun.
2: Yeah, and this, and we confirm that Mick G is also directing this one.
0: Mick G, your favorite director of all time. That's that's some good silence we got
1: there. <laughs> oh, it's only silent on your end, pal. Because oh, we're he, can't, he can't, he hear hear it?
0: can't
1: hear it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. I don't, I don't. Whatever you just tried to do, I didn't hear it. So. Oh, we're not yeah. trying. We're doing.
0: <laughs> Killer Queen's plan by Queen. 啊。
1: Oh, uh, it just
0: sounds like background noise to me. So.
2: Well,
1: that's because you can't hear it. And I also had to put my phone up against the <laughs> that's microphone to it. Silence you got there. I love how he, I love well, how when he, you're pushing eighty years old, I think I, mean, I think the best part about this is it's like the right. listeners at home and us are in on the joke, and Mike isn't. So we could actually, now that we know this, we could start putting things into the podcast <laughs> through my phone, and he would never know. Right.
2: What's going on
0: here? Yeah, right. Especially if I happen to not listen back to the show that one week. Right. Yeah, I'll never even know. Never even
1: know. No, we'll get the phone call when you listen back to the show. That'll be fine. It'll be good. It's good <laughs> for radio though, because we we just let you talk and we'll just fucking play random songs over you. <laughs> no, it I happens. I wanted to play Killer it Queen, happens. so I got creative on it because I can't use my uh, soundboard currently because it's you're 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 coming through us to us live through it. Because I'm in Tupelo, Mississippi. Yes, in Tupelo, Mississippi. Tupelo. So, anyways, yeah. what else do we have in the news, Mike? I don't know.
0: I thought you had a surprise thing for us in the I don't even know. Yeah. I do have a big surprise, but there's one more story before we get to that surprise. Uh, the next story is on August 17th, which is this coming Monday, uh, the last Blockbuster. That's right. The last Blockbuster store in the entire world, which is located in Bend, Oregon, is going to be booking three Airbnb-style sleepovers at their store. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to actually be a total of three of them. Uh, you can have up to four people at a time. Uh, they're basically giving the keys to the store to whoever books the stay and giving people free reign to watch as many movies as they want. So this That's is going to be sweet. happening uh, uh, September 18th, 19th, and 20th. through the three nights. So I feel how like cool is that? It's
1: cool, but at the same time, I feel like I can do that now. It's called Netflix. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but and, and if, I would love to spend a night in a. I would love if, to go back to 1996, 1997 and spend the night at a Hollywood video or a blockbuster or a Video King. Which we I want to take you back to- in the. Uh,
1: but here's the thing. Area. First of all, I want I want to give a blockbuster shout out because I remember I, I rented a really crappy horror movie called The Asylum, which Jonathan Taylor Thomas was in when he was just calling himself J T Thomas. Oh boy, uh, this was post <laughs> this is post Home Improvement. It was really bad, by the way. I mean, it looked like it was shot on a uh, hand camera from the early, late 90s. So there you go. Uh, the other thing is, I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm going to take you back to 2002. This is a horror story for anybody who is works for a Blockbuster. Uh, a young man went into a Blockbuster meeting to. Pitch an idea to blockbuster executives the idea was that we should take uh, we should take advantage of this new thing called the Internet and we can stream movies so we can call it blockbuster streaming yeah they literally and this is a true story this board of directors laughed at this young man that man left got funding and started Netflix today was blockbuster, Henry Netflix is that his name? I don't remember what his Henry name Netflix, is right? no I don't remember actually I don't remember his name. Jonathan
2: Netflix I could
1: look it up but I was uh, not but this is a believe it or not this is a true story now fast forward uh, pretty much uh, Blockbuster's been out of business for a decade and Netflix has made a shit ton of money so they what became Netflix could have been a thing for Blockbuster and Blockbuster could be the people in Blockbuster could be multi-billionaires but they laughed this young man out of the room yeah uh, that's amazing isn't that that's one of those crazy stories poetic justice it is it's one of those crazy stories it's just like the local one here about you know how Bill Gates came to IBM and bought a garbage program from them for
2: uh,
1: pennies on the dollar, and when he mixed that program with a couple other programs, he made Windows. Windows. Go figure. <laughs> from from the Windows
2: <laughs> to the walls <laughs> to the
1: sweatshirt. Oh, uh, <laughs> not but now I'm ready after that little story time, and it is pretty cool to stay there, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm
2: not the going all the way to I'm not going to pay that much for nostalgia, but um, it's it's a cool idea. I mean, I I would just like to wander the aisles of a video rental store again. You know what? The, uh, that would be fun.
1: I wish they would come back just for nostalgia purposes, where you could actually rent movies. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, more or less than staying with one. But my question is, I would, I, I would take Doctor Derek with me, and I know that he would just hit that section behind those red wooden doors.
2: Oh yeah, the
1: saloon. Could you imagine? Could you? Could you? The, the could saloon. You, could you imagine the rest of the people? Because I'm sure that since you're there with a few other different people, when you start putting those tapes in, <laughs> especially Doctor Derek. Yeah. They better sign a release. It's going to get steamy. It's going to get real steamy. And There's going to be a lot of fluids. Mm. <laughs> With that being said, if you want to hear from Dr. Derek, uh, you can join us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash 8122productions and get all the extra bonus footage you can handle. And find out what hashtag hot ramen stands for. Right, Mike?
0: <laughs> oh, no. You don't want to know what that is. You don't want to know what that is skip everything but you know watch everything but to everything but that
1: just skip it oh you need to know what Do it not. is now i put the, i planted yeah. that seed also i don't. i want to point out this this is an interesting thing a selling point to maybe some of our people we'll be adding some more horror zone stuff here soon because i'll get with the professors for some passion projects but uh also uh here's a good selling point diesel has said that if we get to i think it's 75 he'll start telling stories about his life mm-hmm. like he's like he's willing to burn oh, some bridges boy. Oh boy. trust me oh you guys I, I know about these things you guys want to know it's it's crazy I mean he did share the diesel delusion on tv where he thinks he's trapped in a real life Truman show so that that should just tell you how far this really the rabbit hole is deep folks it's really deep uh, you want to be a part of that plus there's a whole ton of conversation on there and get a whole bunch of bonus stuff and uh, we'll be running the sticker promotion this upcoming month by the way I got horror zone stickers coming nice I'll show you uh the professor Mike can't really see them i I might have to send him a message we'll
2: describe so. them to Mike but yeah. uh, Mike, that's that's, <laughs> that's
1: that's a surprise. That is a surprise that we're going to have stickers on the way. But you said you have a surprise to end the news for us, and i I am I am uh, waiting on bated breath for your
2: surprise for me and the professor. I'm on the I'm on the edge of my seat.
0: This this is, I mean, this might be just the most exciting the news that I've ever had. I oh mean, boy. I had to save this for last. Usually, professor's are on the ground I like right now already.
1: The... <laughs> You, you, sure you haven't he even t- he said it. Be. He's already—he fell off the edge ah, of the seat. Oh. Already on the ground. He's waiting. You're setting it up. Let's go. Let's yeah. hear this.
0: I, I can't wait. So, so, so. normally I say, you know, I, I I have the biggest story of the week first. You know, that's kind of how I kick off the news. This week I had to save it for last because this is just too good for TV, radio, you name it. This is big, big, big news. A new trailer actually became available this week. You can find it. On uh, bloodydisgusting.com, uh, as well as probably any place else, including YouTube, a- any place. But oh my goodness, coming available on DVD and digital October 20th. That's right, this October 20th, we're a mere two months away. The Amityville Harvest will be available. That's right, the Amityville Harvest is coming. This is huge blockbuster news here, guys.
2: (laughs) Did he hear that? I don't
0: think. You oh, did. I heard that. Oh, you did. You heard, you,
1: you, you heard my fail hard for you. Damn, you didn't hear anything else, but you heard that. Thankfully, uh, no, yeah. I heard that. yeah. I have to so. do
0: yourself a favor today. Go find the trailer and watch. Oh, this.
1: Wow, it's still rejecting you. YouTube is YouTube is still rejecting. things.
2: What was that noise?
1: That was a fail. That was the <laughs> you know, like that sound. Like it's, it's 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 going in on on this news. I, I'm just saying uh, YouTube has a mind of its own. Uh, I wish I used it I, I I need to put that in the soundboard by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just just remind me of that. Well, I thought done. there was something going on outside. I was like, happened. wait, is no. there a fire in the I building? Love I love it. It's good. But anyways, with that being said, yeah, you know what the real sad part about that is, Mike? I was tempted to watch Amityville. It's about time because it's on Shudder. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, realized I how that. bad that fucking movie is. And I know I'm like, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull the trigger the next week or so when I'm bored. I, I guarantee it's going to
2: happen. Amityville Harvest? or just... No, no,
1: it's about time. Oh, okay. Remember that movie from 92? It's literally called Amityville. Yeah, it's, it's called Amityville, colon, it's about time. That is the name yeah, of the movie. Yeah, like it's
0: a killer clock they came take out a, of the house. Yeah, right? they take what? a clock
1: out of the house, and, they, and these other people have it, and all sorts of crazy, wacky shit happens. Oh, boy. Uh, and it's more of a, believe it or not, if I remember correctly, Mike, because it's been a long time since I've seen it, it's kind of, they, they try to make it a slasher film. Yeah. Where the clock is like possessing things to kill people. Not like haunt, but like slasher style kill people.
2: It's a killer Clock. There you go.
1: (laughs) It comes full circle. I have zero interest in anything Amityville, as we know. I have zero interest in anything called Amityville Harvest. Yeah. And it makes it sound like they are crossing... uh, it makes it sound like they're crossing phantasm with amityville and i don't know if i, I feel like i didn't e- i wasn't even aware with a, of this with movie a sprinkle the children of the corn maybe i don't know
2: it, i was i was not aware of either this or amityville harvest or uh, if it doesn't have it james basically if it doesn't have james brolin what, what the
0: trailer I'm, had was it, it was pretty much like um like a, a crew like a haunted house paranormal type team go into some infamous house and they end up getting trapped in the house and the house goes after them. So it has nothing to do with Amityville no. other than it's, I guess it takes place in the town of Amityville, but wow. that's strange, man. Yeah.
1: Just tagging names on yeah. shit. Like, I don't know. I'm not, as you know, I'm not a big fan. See when you promised me a surprise, the reason I was so excited is I was going to, I thought that my dream was coming true and that Freddie's dead was being remade. I thought Mm. it was finally happening. I thought you were going to be like, hey, Rich, it's no longer a joke. The movie studios have heard you. They know you bring it up every week and they want to appease you. They are not rebooting the Nightmare on Elm Street series. They're just just remaking shot for shot (laughs) Freddy's Dead with presumably. The same actors. No, no, presumably Zach Efron as Freddy Krueger because for some reason Zach Efron's in every reboot of everything. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll take it. Whatever.
2: It'd be Just fun saying, if they you know, did the see, same movie with the news, same cast. We have
1: to
0: put that on Patreon because that's too big for our show.
2: That is gigantic so. for our show. Oh, that would be so good. How have they not done an Amityville Jaws crossover? <laughs> they did. It was called Jaws the Revenge.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> we have yeah. the supernatural
2: shark. Yeah, I guess. That, that, haunts, shark, that, yeah. shark that shark. shark went to
1: Amityville. That shark went to Amityville. It got haunted by whatever was in the house, and it made its way to the Caribbean. Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah. That's that has to be and the it explanation. And the
0: airplane that was flying there. Yeah. So that, that's the best part. And
2: the so yeah. shark is able to roar as a result. By
0: the yeah. way, by
1: the way, the yeah. roar is even not even the worst. The worst part of it is the fact that she has a flashback to an event she was never at. Yeah, when she kills the shark, yeah. she smiley has, you son of a bitch. She has a flashback to her husband doing it, and she wasn't even there. So how do you have yeah, a flashback to something you that. never witnessed? Like, there's too much of that movie. That's like whatever,
2: but still, well, it's just that, like the filmmakers. Let's remind yeah. the audience that that happened. Because even,
1: even better, remember, there's just, there's what is there a four year gap between two and three? Yeah, but in that four year gap, they like the, the kids aged like ten years a pop.
2: Well, yeah, and uh, somehow. Um, Michael is
1: at SeaWorld,
2: like a, and he's a jack of all trades there. Oh, he's, yeah. He does everything. He's, he's the boss at SeaWorld. He's like the boss. He 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 is the marine biologist. He he no, uh, it's crazy. He knows
1: how to kill killer sharks. Yeah, Lou Gossett Jr. is there just to you know throw some muscle in there. The Sam Jackson before Sam Jackson. Yeah, he just didn't drop motherfuckers. That's yeah. the only difference. Lou and, Gossett Jr. couldn't is there the, OG, the OG, the OG, Sam Jackson. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Just leave then. But I got nowhere to go. I've got nowhere else to go. So good. Anyways, Mike, <laughs> that 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 would be big news. So for after we just shitted uh, shit it on it for like ten minutes, uh, anybody who's excited for Amityville, sorry about <laughs> sorry. your luck. <laughs> <laughs> Amityville Horror, Harvest is I, coming well, straight to you.
2: I, I really like that movie.
1: I, I would suggest to not purchase it. And wait till it's on free sci fi or something. Don't make the same mistake that me and Mike C made with Leprechaun Returns. Just throwing it out there.
2: Well,
1: That's my professional yeah. advice on this podcast. That's what we're here to help. PSAs for you folks. But with that, I think that brings us to the end of the news, right, Mike?
0: That's the end of the news for this week.
1: Awesome. So that means we're going to take a break. When we come back from said break, we are going to do our Horizon 607 review episode of a movie that I hadn't seen until I was on vacation. So that's the teaser I'm going to leave you with because we'll be right back. Hey, this is Dustin Perry from Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International and you listen to Horror Zone 607. Welcome back to The Zone, and it is now time for the Horror Zone 607 movie review. And this movie that we are going to review is a classic from 1981. There you go. That's it. That's all we're going to call it. The movie's name is a classic from 1981. That's a lie. That's not the name of the movie. But this movie, I'm going to be honest, I had not seen before last week when I was on my vacation. And I watched this at a cabin on the lake. You know who else hasn't seen this movie? the professor you know who had the homework to watch this movie because of a review segment <laughs> the professor and it is on shutter and i and i still haven't watched it and he still hasn't watched it so if you notice that he's just going to make comments to make himself known it's because he did not do his homework don't worry mike c is very angry about this and he is going to uh, punish him for it is that not correct mike c Yeah, nobody's gonna want to see what happens. There's, there's gonna be some
2: burning on my (laughs) rear end because some some spanking's gonna be going on. That's
1: right. And with that being said, (laughs) with that being said, we can't skirt it anymore. Uh, We are gonna review the 1981 movie, The Burning, that came out. Of course, Uh, it, it was released on May 8th, 1981. It is. A production company by Cropsy Venture in Miramax Films. Huh. Mm. Distributed by Filmways. It's 91 minutes long, so the normal amount for a uh, horror movie? <laughs> the, uh, pretty the much. Standard, the standard, standard amount. Thing. Yeah, well, that the, is 90, standard. the 90 minute is like the yeah. standard horror movie in America. You can't really push it further. The screenplay was written by Bob Weinstein and mm. Peter Lawrence. It was produced by He Who Shall Not Be Named. Lord Voldemort, (laughs) Harvey Weinstein, (laughs) and it was directed by Tony Malum. Uh, It was, uh, by the way, Harvey Weinstein also was part of the story, and it makes way more sense now knowing the stuff we know about Harvey Weinstein. Anyways, uh, you know we're not going to get into politics here. It stars Brian Matthews, Lou David Lee Ayers, uh, Brian Becker, Larry uh, Joshua. Also, Jason Alexander makes an, an interesting uh, appearance in this movie you know, Rick, for our Seinfeld fans. Rick Wakeman's in this? Yeah. So isn't uh, Holly uh, Hunter. So isn't Fisher Stevens. Like, this has a, a cast of people who have been in a lot of movies. This is 81. They weren't big stars then, but man. And they were I, there.
2: I totally missed out. The keyboardist from yes is in this movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. But yes. On, on top of all that, this movie had a budget of $1.5 million. And in the United States and Canada, we only have a box office for the U.S. and Canada. It made $707,770. $707, That's a weird number. It was yeah, hard to say. That, that <laughs> but with that being said.
2: 777.
1: Yeah, lots of sevens. So with that being said, we'll give you a quick synopsis of the film before me and Mike uh, dive into the review and answer any questions that the professor might have. <laughs> so uh, this movie opens up where we get to see the camp. He's the, he's the, I think he's a head cap counselor. They don't ever tell you, but he's it's cropsy. Uh, basically, the kid—he's a maintenance man. He's caretaker. a caretaker. He's, he's a, ma- a ma- ma- He's a caretaker. Okay. Yeah. I should have just read the synopsis caretaker. there. They don't really dive too much into it. They just tune in the fact that the kids think he's an asshole. That's that's the big thing you take yeah. away. So, anyways, the group of kids is planning on how they're going to scare the shit out of Cropsy. So they devise this scheme where they put uh, 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 candles in the eyes of a skeleton, like a, a skull head. And then they are outside the window knocking on the window to wake up Crapsy while this is in the room. So when Crapsy wakes up the first thing he sees is a skull head. And it does. It scares him to it scares him to death. Almost literally cuz he knocks the skull head over, the bed catches on fire and up goes Crapsy. Uh, he does not stop drop and roll. That was a uh, something I did notice. <laughs> and it fast forwards to them taking him to the hospital and you learn that he has been bad burned he's alive but burned very badly. Very badly burned. No, really bad. So the movie then fast forwards five years, and Cropsey is now finally leaving the hospital. Think about it. He's so badly burned. He's been in a hospital for five years. Yikes. So he gets out, and what does he do? Just like a man who leaves prison, because that's kind of like a prison, he finds himself a prostitute. (laughs) And And he kills said prostitute. This is in all the first 10 minutes of this movie. Like wow. he, he he kills a prostitute, and then we fast. Then we just skip ahead, like not really in time, but we skip ahead to this uh, campground so it's a camper ground it's there's campers there they're having the time you know the normal 1980s camp you know movie like yeah a, this is a friday the 13th clone we're just gonna say that out loud it, that's With really a little bit of
2: meatballs is. mixed in a little bit
1: because it's kind of <laughs> like it's kind of like porky's meets meatballs meets friday the 13th because like there's a lot of like guys trying to look at the girls naked yeah there's a lot of like sexualization you know the normal 80s camp you know this is what camp was supposed to be like and trust me if you went to camp in the 80s and 90s it wasn't because i wasn't there in the 80s but the 90s I was. And I never saw any of this stuff. Yeah. I wish I did. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so you, you meet this ragtag I was very group. very young one I went yes. to camp.
2: I, don't, I wouldn't even been thinking of this stuff.
1: <laughs> you meet this ragtag group of campers that you're supposed to know and love, but they, they don't do a ton of job. They do give us the bully, Glazier. Mm. Then they give us the the popular kid that can get you anything. He plays like the Morgan Freeman role in Shawshank. That's played by Jason Alexander, by the way, whose name is just David. Everybody else has like crazy names like Glazier and, uh, and, and, Woodstock. and Woodstock and, and, and all sorts tiger. of tiger c- tiger, but David, D- David Dave. sounds like a good name, Steve, it's it's Dave. Tom, Steve, Dave, <laughs> Steve, Dave. anyways. Uh, so <laughs> the movie picks up, you know, you, you get, you get me, you get me Alfred, who is the creepy kid. He likes, he likes the lurk. He takes pictures of the girls in the showers. And so uh, he gets threatened to be beaten up by Glazer because Sally is Glazer's main squeeze. Is Sally Holly Hunter? No, Sally, that's Sophie. No, Sophie, Sally. So, anyways, uh, (laughs) it picks up from there, you know, kind of like more nonless nonsense stuff. And then we end up on a camping trip. Oh, no, Alfred sees the burn man, a burn face in the window. This is before anybody ends up dead on the camp, but he sees a burn face on the window. But then they go on this camping trip. Where they're in canoes, they go to this island. They're camping. I know I'm skipping over stuff, but that's fine. And then that's where the carnage ensues, mm-hmm. including we found out the glazier You know the big bully with the muscles and stuff. He is a two pump chump. Am I not wrong, Mike? Two pump oh, chump. Uh, yeah, about one and a half. He promises this girl. He promises the girl the world. He says that he's, she's going to have the night of his life. And eh, she doesn't. But it is the last night of her life because when he comes back, she's dead. Oh. And
2: then he's dead too. So, anyways. What uh, a. What a <laughs> that's so bad. Like, to. What a disappointing way to go. Like, you. You
1: got let down sexually, and then that's the, <laughs> that's the last time The
2: shame. Realized. The shame of it. And then, like, oh, I'm. Gonna die now too.
1: I I just skip ahead (laughs) before that happened though. I I did skip ahead a little bit before that happens. Uh, they real that they wake up the first morning and all the fucking canoes are gone. So they they put together these rafts and one girl was killed the first night and they put together these rafts. Now they're paddling these rafts and they come up upon one of the canoes and I am betting money at this point that it's gonna be the dead girl in the canoe because that's like the normal horror trope, right? Nope, the killer's in the damn canoe, and he slaughters, like, five or six people on this raft. And it's pretty graphic, and that's one of the more awesome parts of the movie. Uh, how did you feel about that part, Mike?
0: Uh, the first time I saw the movie years ago, it shocked me. Yeah, it, it, it actually made me jump. Um, So, yeah, that, that really is uh, the trademark oh, yeah. of that movie.
1: Oh, it definitely is the trademark.
0: And, um... Yeah, I mean, I think that even the cover, of the like the DVD and stuff like that, the the poster and stuff like that is is basically that scene. The hedge clippers. But um, yeah, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, he, yeah, he that, just offs all these characters shocked, all indeed. at once. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Wow, that's and cool.
1: then and then the other people are waiting on a shore for them to come, and like they see the raft, the one girl swims out to it, and she reaches up and grabs an arm because <laughs> they're all the slattered bodies are Yeesh. just on this raft. It's crazy. Uh, then so after the glacier thing happens, Alfred gets away. The killers chasing him. He's yelling for the main guy. Now we find out that the main guy, the main camp counselor, he was one of the kids that was in on the cropsy burning. <laughs> So, yeah. It's it's coming home to harvest. So he is trying to save Alfred who is now like trapped in this like weird, I don't even know. How do you what do you describe that? It's like a building in the middle of the woods. It's
0: uh It was all mine shaft, I think. Yeah, it's like a mine shaft. It was like a cave system almost.
1: Yeah, it was strange. Anyways, they end up there, and of course, then we finally we see the killer's face finally, which is all like he lo- he looks ungodly burned and crazy, and he's got a flamethrower at one point. And uh, needless to say, our heroes win. <laughs> like that's that's how the movie ends. It's pretty straightforward. It's not really like there's no whatever. Uh, like I said, I skip past a lot of stuff, but it's 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 a straight, pretty straightforward movie. Uh, with that being said. Mike, see what did you uh, How What's your review aspects of this movie
0: Um So, you know, first of all, you know, to get Tom Savini, you know, involved With it, um, yeah, he did the makeup cast. effects
1: So that's why the makeup yeah. effects look Amazing in this movie
0: mm-hmm. Right, so, you know, on one hand You know, you've got You know, a, a lot of what Eventually became big time actors Um, you know had, had a really good cast before any Of them were really any any stars whatsoever. Um, so you had that and you had these really, really good makeup effects in it. Really, really brutal, um, violent deaths in this movie, really. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, it kind of has like a cheap look to it to me. Um, I mean, it, it kind of has like a low budget look to me on, on top of that. So it's like it kind of, I'm a little confused by that. It's like they spent all their budget on the special effects, but the rest of it, just like the the way it looks kind of bothers me just a little bit. Because um, it just kind of feels a little cheap otherwise, uh, but overall, I mean, it's it's not really. I mean, I don't want to say it's poorly acted. There, some of some of the actors are pretty bad. Some of them are, are actually pretty good. Uh, Jason Alexander is actually really good in in his scenes. Kind of steals the scenes. Uh, the guy that plays Cropsy in the opening scene that you were talking about, where he gets burned, some of his facial expressions. <laughs> I actually thought it might have been a. I kind of thought it was like a like a pig man. Yeah. of looks like a pig man a little bit.
1: I also was like, stop, um, drop and roll, motherfucker. They just run yeah, around. He, he's kind of just running there, around, just like, man. Just he just eventually streams. runs into the yeah. water. That's what puts it like out. He eventually runs thing. in the water. Yeah. But it's weird that he's like, but he has all this area. Like he's just flailing around. It's like, I understand that like your first thoughts never to stop, drop and roll. But at the same time, like he runs further into water.
2: You, you know, what's uh, yeah. the, that's always funny to me in movies when that happens. Yeah. The the worst culprit of this is uh, Lord of the Rings, um, the third, the uh, Return of the King, when Denethor catches on fire and runs. Mm-hmm. You know how long of a distance he runs to get to run off that edge yeah. of the yeah. <laughs> Stead. Yeah, like yeah, the guy the guy wouldn't have lived that long. No, but anyways, but yeah, that's kind of
0: how this guy was. Yeah, he, he runs a long running. way, runs in the water, and then at some point in the movie, um, I believe that the, the the head counselor there who was. You know, there when he was younger. I believe that it was him that actually said that they never found his body. Well, well he's he he in the hospital be- for be- five years. No,
1: the best <laughs> part about that. So, this is okay. So, here's the best part about it. I'm glad you brought that up because I scanned over it on purpose and I had a part of the notes I want to talk about. Here's how fucked up this is. This guy is now a head counselor somewhere, right? This happened when he was like five years prior when he was a camper, right? They're on this island and they're telling scary stories by the campfire. He tells a story about Cropsy. He tells the kids a real life fucking story that he almost that he <laughs> believes that he killed a man.
2: Yeah,
1: like I'm being dead serious, but he doesn't yep. say it as him. He says these kids, but he tells the whole story as a scary story by the firelight.
2: That's weird. and it's yep. him
1: killing somebody. It's insane About to his me. About attempted murder. It's insane yeah. to me. Once again, he. I. I don't know. I think he might have thought
2: he was really dead though. Did they They yep. would have known, I. you would think.
1: Yes and no, I don't do know. He, Back then, kids being kids, they probably let them get away with lighting people on
0: fire. I don't fucking know. But mm. how did he end up all the way in, like, New York City or wherever he was? It was like a big – it looked like yeah, New York Yeah, it was City like New York City. 1981.
1: Yeah. How
0: did he end up in this hospital where everybody knew his name was Cropsey, mind you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like – but they never found his body, you know. So there was. Oh like my god! There's, like a, but, but on top of
1: that, who bit. tells the story of how you almost killed a man as a fucking uh, a, a fire light, a campfire horror story? Like, come on, guy! Like it's right. not even a made up story. He's like basically this is. He didn't say it was him, but like he's retelling the story of how they tried to kill somebody. Yeah. Like <laughs> seriously, <laughs> like come on, man. Yeah. Matter-of-factly, too. Uh, that part it was nineteen eighty
0: It was a different
1: time, Rich. It was a it was. different time. Nobody called that out then. Uh, my review overall, its uh, <laughs> it, it it, it's got great special effects. Or makeup effects, I should say, not special, because back then, whatever. No, they are special. Yeah, technically. But yeah, it's been great, got great makeup effects. Tom Savini, that explains it. The score is actually pretty good. I did enjoy the score. They, they scored it very well. Uh, like Mike said, the, the shooting of the movie is a little strange. Uh, is It's even low-budget for 1981 uh, they definitely got lucky on the actors for the most part because a lot of them went on to be like stars in big movies and or you know they've made a career of being you know the secondary star if you will yeah and, and so like mm-hmm. very good actors uh, I'm surprised they didn't put this out on DVD recently and call it uh, The Burning The Next Generation take advantage of some of that or at least yeah. in the 90s when Seinfeld was huge uh, what else uh, my takeaways from it in the review before we get to that actual section of giving it a score. Uh, like I said, it definitely is a clone. Uh, it's definitely an 80s fucking camp horror movie because there's a lot of stuff that makes no zero sense, but yeah. such is that genre. So, I mean, I, I can't crucify it too much. It was entertaining. That's that's what I got for it Yeah, uh, as the breakdown. Before we give our scores, though, we like to give the scores around the Internet so, so we can see where we're at. You ready for that? Yes, absolutely. IMDB gives it a 6.4 out of 10. Uh, Empire, which is a magazine, gives it 2 out of 5. Ouch. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 89%. Ooh. And Google users also give it
2: 89%. It sounds wow. like from what you guys are saying, and I, like I'm kicking myself for missing this because it sounds like a good watch
1: it is a good watch I'm gonna say this it's not the best movie I've seen I'm gonna go in my score and then I'll pass it on over to Mike but it's not the best movie I've seen but it's far from the worst and it was very entertaining I also watched it at Cabin in the Lake and I also had the the ability of this was my first time seeing it so it's not like I had like any you know perceived notions of it yeah I just saw it in, in search of darkness and went oh I haven't seen that movie but I real I recognized that I had saw it when I was scanning through shutter so I was like fuck it I'm gonna watch this movie
2: now uh, the Cropsey thing—is that just coincidence that this character is named Cropsey? Because there's has that no, du-
1: it has nothing to do with Cropsy, the urban the, legend. Yeah.
2: Okay. No, It
1: has nothing to do no, with it that. Was because actually, the urban legend of Cropsey was. was
0: what it was. It, it was based on Cropsy, um, where um, the the Staten Island guy. It, it was based on uh, the, the like urban legend of that. It, it is? was based on that. Yeah, for real. Harvey Weinstein had heard that. Because, because like, even what, in that documentary, Cropsy heard of it.
2: Okay, because in that documentary, Cropsy, there's all that stuff about the subterranean tunnels and everything. Is that in this? Like, no.
1: no. No, there's like mining stuff. Like, no, not like weird. that. I mean, there
0: is like, we, like we were saying, there is uh, at the end of the movie, the climax of the movie, they end up in this like random mine, like like I don't know. It looks like a mine. Yeah, or something like that. It they call It was I think. in well. the woods. Is but, um, but it doesn't take place in Staten Island, though. But yeah, there, there's a thing right on uh, right on I. Uh, excuse me, Wikipedia about it. Uh, that actually, I'll just read it word for word. I, I'm looking at it right now. It says having heard stories about the Cropsey legend when he was a young camper in upstate New York, Weinstein brought the idea to Cole, who loved it. Okay. So so yeah, he had actually heard of him. This it was Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, um, so that's a yeah. good recommend. I yeah, he heard of him and that's what he named it after
2: F- for anybody who hasn't seen the Cropsy documentary. That is a very good documentary. Yeah. It's very creepy. It's
0: good. Overall, I mean, the movie was it had nothing to do with that. It was right, that's what the I'm
1: character. saying. Yeah, the yeah. Movie, they used the name, and yes, he based the name off of that. Like just legend, the basic idea. Like, but it's not. It's right. not like the actual urban, urban legend, yeah, yeah. though. No, so yeah, it's
0: not that story.
1: No, it's definitely not no. the, the actual no. Staten Island urban legend. So,
2: but that's cool, why c- I said cool it, connection. But,
1: it, but obviously, he used the name, and it's a cool. It's a cool name to use, I guess. Uh, so with that being said, like I said, it is a Friday the Thirteenth clone, so obviously it's not going to be better than Friday the Thirteenth, uh, with the exception of, of course, in 1981, uh, it wouldn't be matching up to the original Friday, because there's no Who Done It. You they've they never try to steer you away. Occasionally, they it looks like they try to make Alfred the red herring, but it, it they don't do a good job at it, so it's not really like right. you know that it's you know that it's Cropsy the whole time. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it just pays off on that uh so with that being said it's score time huh i know overall i was very entertained i would watch this movie again i would suggest this movie i wouldn't put it in my top movies of all time but i would suggest this movie if somebody wants to watch a fun movie they've never seen uh that's good you know if they like slasher if you're a slasher fan this is great there's a lot of cool kills a lot of cool makeup effects once again tom savini you know that's a big selling point there the story could the story has some holes It also, you know, you really, I don't know if you really have a real connection to any of the campers, really.
2: Except Dave?
1: Not even Dave, man. Like I said, Dave's role is basically the Morgan Freeman in Shawshank. Like he, at the campgrounds, he gets like everybody and people things they want. Okay. And he somehow survives. He doesn't die. Jason Alexander lives. Uh, So with that being said, you know, and I, 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 you know what, I'm going to give it a straight five out of 10. It's right in the middle. I thought it was entertaining to put it right in the middle. I don't think it's, it, there's nothing spectacular about it uh, except for the uh, slaying on the raft. I think that is the highlight of the movie, and Mike said that as well. So I, yeah. I think that's the, the highlight of the movie.
2: That sounds pretty
1: awesome. Yeah, this, that's enough reason to watch it. But I think at a five out of 10 right in the middle, it's definitely worth a watch. It's not like I regret the uh, an hour and a half that I spent watching it. And I, you know, I would watch it again and suggest it to people. So I think it's right in the middle five.
0: Mike C., it's your turn. Okay. What do you have the review at? So I'm actually going to take things up a little notch here. I'm actually going to give this, this two scores here, believe it or not. Um, So first of all, like you said, you know, it's an entertaining movie. It's not the greatest thing in the world. It is a knockoff, even though it was was actually um, kind of in post-production before Friday the 13th came out, it came out afterwards and it just, it didn't have the budget. It wasn't done as well. Um, You know, good kills, you know, it had really good kills in it. Uh, The, the, the shears were a great, instrument of death uh the glazer character also has a pretty pretty rough death <laughs> uh, i don't want to give everything it's, it's away. pretty
1: gnarly it is pretty gnarly don't give it all right. away, but it's pretty gnarly
0: yeah so you know so it definitely has some good deaths in it um, but at the same time like i said just you know good cast uh they they do the best they can with what they've got it just it felt a little cheap a little low budget um so for the movie uh i'm gonna actually give it uh, a 5.5 5 out of 10 so we're not too far off for the second week in a row and what we're scoring a movie um, but the other score, the, the special bonus score that I want to give is uh, I want to give the professor a zero out of 10 for not following instructions <laughs> yeah. and watching the movie so he can review it with us.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I like so, that second uh, score. I agree with that as well. Yeah. <laughs> zero out of 10. If, if I could, I would give it minus five stars. Negative. The, the, the professor Negative dropped the ball. The best part about it is like, I don't remember seeing that. Then he goes back through it and he goes, oh, it's right here. I just didn't read it. <laughs> yeah. It, Mind you, he responded he responded right after it.
2: I said I said I would I, I do have to watch this movie. <laughs> not realizing that like hey watch this by Sunday. <laughs>
1: which, uh-huh. which which we made it clear prior to that like yeah. oh. Like I should watch this movie yeah like is that is i thought that, it was I, just I, a recommendation way, i didn't realize best, it was a assignment the, be, the best thing is in the group chat it literally says hey do you, mike we should do the burning as the review this weekend mike's like yeah that's good and then it's like then i purposely out of, went out of my way purposely went out of my way to go professor we are doing this for sunday watch the burning it's on well Shutter. it wasn't worded like that
2: it's close it was and i quote <laughs> hold on wait where was it
0: it's neither here nor there professor the fact of the matter is you didn't follow basic instructions yeah and now we've just ruined the whole movie for you
2: make sure so. everyone watches the burning it is on shutter i didn't i thought that was just like yo guys there's this great movie the burning that's on shutter so i just responded <laughs> like yeah i'll watch the burning
0: <laughs> i, I did, just want to point out I that i've officially watch... given the professor I've officially given the professor a lower score than Halloween 2018, so I just want to point that See, out. See, he does way, like it. By nope. the way, I just want to, I no want to point easy this feet. out.
1: If he went a little higher up, here is verbatim. I said on August 12th, I mind you, this is before we decided oh, to do a thing. On actually? August 12th, I go, I was thinking for review consideration this week, The Burning. It's on Shutter, and I had fun watching it at the lake. Mike's response, we can do that. It's decent decent ripoff of Friday the 13th and great special effects. And I, I go on to have this thing, about like I I thought it was graphically slays, blah blah blah. And then Mike goes, so wait, you had never seen this before? Question mark exclamation point. So there was a whole conversation that you did not even skip, that yeah. you skipped over because what you were <laughs> talking even, about, yeah, what even, you were talking about happened on the fourteenth, two days later when yeah. I said, hey, is Sunday a good time to record? I was like, and, yeah. And you're like, yeah, absolutely. And you go, you go, three p.m. Sunday, I'll be there. And then Mike threatens your life if you don't show
2: up. Yeah, which is true. We won't we won't go into that because it's uh-huh. incriminating. <laughs> It's <laughs> fair enough i said and then
1: i throw in there make sure everyone watches the burning it is on shutter also i'm trying possibly to get us some stickers
2: <laughs> oh incredible
1: so if you would have i didn't realize you were reading the comments above that where we decided uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> where i said hey this is up for consideration and mike goes yeah that we can do that it's I a, it's a fun movie that's amazing with great special effects but so that's exactly the conversation so i knew in there mike that i put that we were doing that based and i knew of, you agreed to yep. it
2: Based off of what you guys have said about it, though, I will say my interest Dude, is you go see extremely peaked.
1: Even though there's nothing to really, honestly, other, I we didn't even do it justice because I don't really want to give it away to people. I'm not going to get too graphic because I away, want you to watch it. Because ho- even the the slaying on the raft is it's it's worth seeing even if you know it's coming. Yeah, because it's like it it, it really is out of like. In a horror movie, even for 81, I think that's the most original piece in that movie. Mm -hmm. Because there's really no other slasher flicks where, you know, they set something... Like, every other slasher flick, what they do is they set up, like, coming into the end of a movie like that, they set up the reveal, you know what I mean? So you figure when those people see the canoe that it's going to be a dead body. Cause you've already yeah, seen somebody die. Not all of them. die. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh shit, it's a slaughter. <laughs> it's an ambush. Well,
2: that's, that's a, that's something that I think is really interesting. And it's the main reason I'm, I'm going to go home and watch it like right after this. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's just it. because it's that's watch. not typical in a slasher movie to have, the killer kill many people all at the same time.
1: I got to be honest. The, the so part of the only marks that I take off is, is, is it is predictable because they really never, they, they do try to red herring Alfred You'll, you'll notice that, but it, they fail at it miserably anyways. Mm-hmm. But then the, the only thing that threw me off is the last is in the third act. Cause then all of a sudden they end up in this fucking building mine, whatever. And it's weird. Cause they're mm-hmm. on this like Island. that has nothing but
2: woods. And then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden they're,
1: they're, they end up in he ends up in this like labyrinth of uh, like it's like bricks, not even bricks, it's like what concrete siding, right, Mike? At first, that little labyrinth yeah, he's going through, and then all of a sudden like, uh, he, like, he gets knocked out like and drugged Thunder through Black a door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets knocked yeah. out and drugged through a door, and the next thing you know, you're in this like you see mine carts, so that's why I said mine. And like then there's a flamethrower, then the flamethrower gets put. Out. It's weird, like the that's the, the end of the movie is kind of strange, but up to that point, it's great.
2: Yeah, all right, well. No, I'm. I, I definitely, I definitely will check it out.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe we'll review it sometime. I yeah, just
2: yeah. Maybe, maybe we could do a review. You know. Yeah.
1: Maybe maybe on the podcast. Uh, yeah. If we only had a podcast. <laughs> if only we had a podcast and, and, a, and a website. <laughs> oh yeah yeah. Sometimes with this show.
2: Bunch of clowns in here.
1: Sometimes with this show, I swear. Anyways. Can't that take you said, guys anyways. Yeah. <laughs> with that being said, check out The Burning if you haven't already. Uh, it's, it's definitely a worthwhile watch no matter what. And uh, trust me, you will you will be pleasantly surprised. And uh, uh, as far as a clone goes, it's great. And uh, like I said, Savini is enough sell on it. He, he does some really great work in this movie as well. So, with that being said, that'll take us out of the, the Horror Zone 607 review. Now it's time for me to do some business. So, uh, if you want to comment on anything, if you want to tell us how you feel about the burning from 1981, or if you want to talk about any of the news articles, or you want to bring something to our attention like Andy Adams did, thank you, by the way, once again, for bringing something to our attention, or you just want to say hi because the drifter uh, Rafe likes to watch that. That's, that's, that's your alter ego. <laughs> you failed today, so you're no longer yeah. the professor. I'm no
2: longer the no. You've gone
1: back to the student. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get for failing first name <laughs> yes no. failing grade sir anyways uh, with that being said uh, you can do that on Facebook Horror Zone 607 make sure you like and share that page also we are on Twitter and Instagram at Horror Zone 607 use the hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show so we know that we're in that discussion also uh, you can visit 8122 productionscom you can find out all about horizon 6 or 7 you can check out our archives check out some of the reviews that the guys have written up on there also you can find out about the three fat nerds podcast and the wrestling show you can see our friends of the show like the Ocho Duro parley hour check those guys out link right there and of course the musical acts that uh, the local bands that support us and uh, we're always thankful for shout out the robots floodlands and second suitor and of course our friends from down under the phosphenes from Melbourne Australia go ahead and support those guys you can find all of those great bands on on Google Play, Spotify, Bandcamp, wherever you get great music. Support them. Support local music as a whole. Also, you can check out our local sponsors here in the 607. Of course, Dragon Master Games, who provides us with our studio. You can find them online, DragonMasterGames.com. Also, Rex to Rod's auto detailing as well. Uh, once again, they're local sponsors, they help a little bit of our, you know, one, one of them provides us with a studio, the other one provides us with a little scratch and promotional stuff mm. to help out, you know, because it's not free to run these podcasts. Speaking of which, if uh, you would like to get a lot of Bonus content and help us support us monetarily. You can do so for as little as one dollar a month. Patreon.com/slash8122productions. You get a ton of extra bonus content. Plus, the money goes into the show, uh, all of what we do here, whether it's here or whether it's uh, on streaming and stuff. You know, we really take it seriously, and we give you a bunch of extra bonus content for that. And also, you get the shows early, so that's always a plus as well. Mm. And all our patrons this month are getting uh, stickers. And if you join Patreon. Uh, in the, I'm going to be putting up the uh, special here very soon, uh, because I have to wait for the stickers to be here. So the special will not actually start running until the stickers are here, so uh-huh. I can send them out. Actually, I might do it a little early and then send them out once I get them. If you join now, any tier, you will get a sticker. Uh, new hor if, if, if you specify you're joining for Horror Zone we will make sure you get one of these sweet Horror Zone 607 stickers that we got coming in the mail they should be here on Monday the 24th so I'll be sending them out after that but we're going to run that promotion for a month to see if we can get some patrons in if you're a chubby chaser above you get both the three fat nerd sticker and the uh, Horror Zone 607 sticker and also a uh, 607 podcast c- a mug that's what we're giving out to all of our uh, what we call chubby chasers it's a $3 tier they get a little swag they get the vote and stuff they get a little bit more comfy seat, but for $1, you know $12 a year you get all the bonus content everybody gets it it's
2: a lot of value for there you go
1: and last but certainly not least I I implore you guys to follow us on Twitch we have started streaming on Twitch we are twitch.tv slash 607 podcast once again all these links are in the description for the podcast also on the website so it's easy to find them Uh, but twitch.tv slash 607 podcast we just came off of a great we did the live stream for UFC 252 had a lot of fun doing that this upcoming uh, every Thursday at 8pm if you're a wrestling fan we do the wrestling show the 607 podcast presents the wrestling show. That's myself and Ken M for the Ocho Dura Parley Hour. We talk things all pro wrestling and uh, we do that every Thursday at 8pm on twitch.tv slash 607 podcast. This upcoming week if you're a wrestling fan we are live streaming NXT TakeOver 30 and also on Saturday and on Sunday SummerSlam so that's coming up and we have a big uh, multi-stream coming up on October 3rd where we're going to do a bunch of different things from the 607 creators and end it with uh, two bands playing Floodlands and And shout out the robot. So that's going to be cool with donations going donations during the stream. All donations, half of them will go to Dragon Master Games because they didn't get any help. Well, they had to be closed during COVID. So we want to support them. And then the other half going to charity. And then uh, during the bands playing, that goes all to the bands because they have not been been playing lately. So that kind of hurts their bottom line. You know what I mean? And, you know, they have costs. And uh in between there we got a whole bunch of other things that we're gonna be planning. I know that me and the professor are gonna try to get together some night and watch maybe do a like a live reaction to a fun horror movie. Yeah. I haven't figured out which one yet. We'll figure one out. We'll come in and watch it, knock it out. Uh you guys can join us on live stream.
2: Oh, you guys gotta check out the rental, by the way. Oh, okay. The rental was really good. There you go. But so anyways.
1: We'll do something like that. And so much more. We have other things coming to that content, so make sure you follow us over at Twitch.tv slash 607 podcast. Man, I have, I, I am a plug machine. Yeah. And I feel like I've done this on two shows. Oh, yeah, I have today. Anyways, with that being said, though, that's all I got on the business end. Mike, take the folks home.
0: Wait, that's really all you got? I mean, I'm kind of disappointed if that's Dude, all you got. That's <laughs> a
1: lot. I, I'm not repeating any he's of that. He's red in the face, man. You got to see this. I got no oxygen left there.
0: All right. Well, I guess that that's, uh, that's going to do it for the show this week, then, if he's got nothing else for us. So, uh, you know, as usual, we want to thank you listeners for tuning in each and every week to listen to us, make complete fools of ourselves, and, uh, you know, just have a little fun. Fair enough. Fair uh, I want to thank – yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, I, I want to thank Rich uh, once again for, for manning the studio each and every week, producing such a great show. You do a great job. We're happy to have you. Professor, I – i don't even know where to begin yeah i don't want to thank you at all if i can Uh, provide any disappointment then
2: my job is done (laughs)
0: succeed
2: i have succeeded in disappointing both of you so that's that's all that counts
0: each and every time you're on the show you know you you always step up your game heaping pile of
2: disappointment
0: he really is you step up your game more each and every by the way if if disappointment's
1: a thing he's got a gold star today (laughs)
0: That's true It's no easy feat And he manages to do it Each and every um, time So Yeah guys so Check for that this buddy, out. I, I Okay I give absolutely Zero thanks
2: Well Rich mentioned it And I was like Oh shit I was supposed to watch that." <laughs> Whoops Anyways
0: So, so next week uh, We may have another, I, I, Well Rich and I Will have another review For you I'm sure next week I don't know about The Professor You know We'll tell him to watch Something and he'll, uh, he'll end up watching so i'll read, watching, I'll like, read my messages alf, thoroughly so.
2: and ask questions yeah. if necessary
0: yeah <laughs> we'll tell you to watch like friday the 13th part 7 and you'll watch season one of alf yeah like you're you're just gonna completely you know skip out on what the, we be- tell ya, the yeah, best the, part uh, is
1: his reaction will be i watched a double feature that didn't feature the movie that yeah! we
2: needed to watch well like yeah it was, <laughs> yesterday i didn't even get a chance to watch the movie i uh, like yeah <laughs> Uh huh. just a disaster
1: Stop with your head, Professor. I think yeah, you're, you're digging the me. hole deeper. Yeah. Mike might go through on the threat that I can't read out loud for incriminating purposes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, please don't. So somebody might take it seriously nowadays. So but uh but yeah, you know, thank you guys both for being in the studio and keeping everything nice and warm, keeping the seat warm for me. One of these days I will be back, maybe. I'll possibly. believe it when I see it. Pretty much. He's gonna show but, up and yeah. we're not gonna even know who he is.
1: We're gonna be like, We don't know what you look like.
0: That's true. I'm going to look like a cast off uh, like some I don't know like somebody like, like fell off of a boat and like Tom fell to Hanks store. I'm basically going to look, look like, look Tom, like Hanks. Tom Hanks and castaway. so um, so yeah but one of these days I will be back and uh, we got some fun stuff that we can't do until I get back in the studio but I uh, can't wait to bring that to everybody and uh, you know next week again I'm sure we'll have another review we got some other fun stuff but I'm sure we'll be doing lots of news don't miss the show tune in each and every week and until then For Rich, for The Professor, this is Mike C. saying, see ya.